Welcome to episode 159 of Pic- CGM's Pixels and Ink podcast. And I have to say, I'm a little sad this week, Phil. Mm-hmm. That space next to me is empty. I know. Uh, our lovely editor, Wayne Santos, has departed from CGM to pursue other interests of writing awesome, awesome novels. And we're going to miss him dearly, and we won't be able to find someone to fill his non-profane yet incredibly sarcastic and offensive humor. Mm-hmm. We will try, though. Mm-hmm. Phil and I will try and step up. We'll do what we can. Yeah, we'll do what we can. But we you miss Wayne. You're going to have to engage in the podcast now. Maybe I can now. <laughs> There's one less person that can actually speak. Yeah, you yeah, know when yeah. you're not here? I actually get to talk a lot more. You? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, you will now. <laughs> um, yes, we wish Wayne a fond farewell. Of and we course. will miss him. Yeah. Yes. But to fill his shoes this week, we have Brendan. Hello. Who hasn't been on in, well, he's Like two weeks, three weeks, four weeks? Yeah. And we're going to continue to audition people to fill our third seat, yeah. including some of our past peoples, like Cody. Mm-hmm. Cody's great. Mm-hmm. So just thinking for upcoming weeks. It's like the episode of South Park where they're trying to find a new friend. We're totally doing that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Or after Siskel died when they had a rotating crop of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. those were interesting. Yeah. Did they have Kevin Smith at one point? Did they have Kevin yeah. Smith? Yeah. They had uh, Ain't It Cool News guy. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> that Harry that Knowles. Oh yeah, is that how you pronounce his last name? I think so. Yeah, I forget. Um, yeah, bunch, bunch of people. I mean, I'm not gonna. I mean, no, you was, don't. It was literally don't. someone different every week. If we can like get Kevin year. Smith to come and sit on podcast, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not holding my yeah. breath. But yeah, be he's great. kind of busy and he's got plenty of podcasts. Oh, Garmin, we could probably get Garmin. Let's do Garmin. Uh, yeah, we can maybe <laughs> sure. get him. But he lives in Los Angeles. Whatever. So I'll be in Los Angeles. Yeah, meet him with Garmin and have a. With mm-hmm. I don't All think right. he knows anything about video games or comics. He knows everything about comics. He's a huge nerd. Okay. He's very good with comics. I yeah. doubt he plays video He's games. He's written though. comics. Well, then I'll bug him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'll bug him or have any ability to bug him. But you probably can't because I think uh, a female would probably have a better chance of getting Garmin's attention. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and also he has that like radio show. He's, uh, he's an employed man. He's yes, he's a very employed yeah. man with his bit parts and movies and whatnot. He's on the uh, daily morning radio every day. I know. But I still the right. bit parts. He does movies. do bit parts in movies. All I can think of is Ted. <laughs> well, yeah, they're all Seth MacFarlane movies and Kevin Smith movies. Exactly. So he does do bit parts yeah. in uh, Seth MacFarlane. That and movies. wasn't Shark? No, wasn't Sharknado. It was. It was. It was. Um, no, Sharktopus. Yeah, it was Sharktopus. Uh, oh yeah. Damn you, Sharktopus! <laughs> yes. That's. Okay. I love Ralph Garman. He's great. Mm-hmm. And we'll start off with news, which Brendan is actually going to handle this week. Weird, I know. Okay, so starting off. Uh, we will be getting a new Xbox One announced this week. Microsoft is moving over, basically getting rid of the old... Uh, they're screwing the people who bought it on launch is what they're doing. Yeah, kind of. They also, to be fair, you also got like a Kinect. You can't get that thing anymore. Um, Does anyone use the Kinect they got? No, no, it's dumb. It. Um, okay, so the new Xbox will be launching... One sec, I'm going to find the price tag. First of all, the new Xbox is a one terabit hard drive. One terabit hard drive. It will be costing $449 Canadian. So the same thing. It will also include the new three, uh, sorry, Xbox One controller with the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, which is different than the standard one now, where you need a special adapter to let it work with standard headphones. Okay. Um, beyond that, sounds like a guy at a news desk. <laughs> beyond that, it's about the same. It's the same price. You just get a bigger hard drive. Yeah. It's totally screwing the people who bought this. I'd be like so upset. The if old, I an the Xbox old one. one is now coming in at three hundred and forty nine dollars American. So it's still <laughs> that much cheaper Canadian. Yep, not much difference. And that one will include the standard stuff because it's basically just clearing out the old model. Well, at least I know if I buy an Xbox One, which I think of one day I'm going to be forced to. Why? Probably. One 
Well, they announced today that they're partnering with somebody that I actually want to play with. Oh, so okay. But you're not going to pay the like, $1,000 for it. For VR? Yeah, I might. But also, you remember, remember, it doesn't work with the Xbox One. It No, I'll get into that now. Yeah, uh, it basically just uses Windows 10 yeah. with an Xbox controller. There's no Xbox One involved with Oculus. Is that what the partnership was? Yeah. They're just going to use the controller? Yeah, That's basically. And it's going to work natively. In. Okay, moving over to the Oculus story, because Mel pushed us into it. We're there anyway, yeah. Oculus had an event yesterday mm-hmm. where they went over details on what we should expect from the new Oculus Rift set. Uh, the new, s- the basically they've announced the what the final product's going to look like. The controllers, which look kind of like Halos with PS3 sticks inside them, mm-hmm. because why not? And it will also work with the Xbox one controller which will ship with it right so you still need you still need like a computer rig, yeah, yeah you, you yeah. still need a computer okay. like a thousand fifteen hundred dollar computer i still right. want one well, you can buy one well, what if the we haven't seen the playstation one yet that might the morpheus i still yeah. want that too oh you want both of them. i want it all of phil oh, and now that's so unnecessary the vibe. literally once it's on your face it's the, the same the thing yeah Wayne's <laughs> not here anymore okay i had to take over for him i totally understand but i'm just explaining the the idea the whole thing with the headset yeah. is once it's yeah. on it doesn't matter what it looks like oh no it's not that. i assume it's different different titles different titles. I, I don't think i'm gonna throw it out there mel most people aren't going to play this, and most people are not going to make games for these things. And I'll tell you why. For Oculus? I'll tell you why. It's going to be small little experiences because no one's going to judge the fact that every gamer out there is going to have a $1,500 rig minimum to play this thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. And still Morpheus, it, Sony's not going to put that much money into Morpheus. It's going to be like the move all over again where there's going to be like 12 titles and they never come out again. I don't know about that. VR is a different yeah. deal. People have been are people genuinely excited about People are excited for it, but they won't put that much. Was, yeah, but move was just them trying to play catch up. Yeah. And it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, it didn't, didn't work. work out. With Whereas VR, this is them. Yeah, this is them actually like launching something new. See, I want VR to work, but I'm also... Aware that I the know average you're skeptical of everything. I yes, get it. Yes, but I'm just saying, I I don't know. I like just because having like you just use the Oculus Rift like one time, yeah. like essentially a demo. Mm. I was so impressed by how well it works. Yeah, that I think once people actually try, it, like it's not the virtual toy. Like once people, it is a it is a very unique and different experience. And I and I really and I I really do think it might take off. Okay. Well, we'll soon find out. I do. Either way, we still have absolutely no pricing on what the stuff costs. Mm-hmm. Well, that's loud. You're going to yeah, have to put that on I know. something. I, I will. Because that is really Yeah, that's annoying. not going to work for anybody. No. no. I got it. Uh, you got We're it. good. That, that, well, it's the loudness. I don't think that sheet of paper is going to stop. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, see? <laughs> no, it, that? It's, it's just as loud. Okay. Well, use that box. There you go. I can't hear it. Okay. Okay. There's still no word on what the cost for building, oh, sorry, buying the Rift will be. Mm-hmm. So the cost is expensive. It's yeah. going to be, uh, I'm going to guess it's above 500 bucks yeah. at least. It's just, there's too much tech in it. There's little screens. Yeah, like I agree the Oculus Rift is not going to take off and blow people away. No. PlayStation's in a completely different Oh, yeah, it's, PlayStation, it's a less expensive price point. Yeah. Uh, when you're ha- dealing with the fact you have to have a massive PC to run this oh. thing and... You have to pay for the rift. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that it'd probably be about two grand total all in. But I wouldn't like, like geared to people who already have. Well, that's PCs the thing. Like, like wouldn't this. the serious PC gamers? No, yeah. that's the thing. This, yeah. No, because the video cards. It has to be this year's video card. Yeah. So it isn't, and you have to have like the newest CPU and stuff. So even if people have a gaming rig, you have to update the entire gaming rig. Right. 
no gaming rig. Some gaming rigs that you exist now would work, but if you bought your gaming rig last year, it probably needs updating. Right. So it's it's not a small investment, even if people already have PCs. I guess. We'll so, see, though. Yeah. Moving on to other exciting news. Do any of you know Master of Orion? Nope. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Master of Orion was a 4X game from the 90s. It okay. was, um, do you know Civilization? Yep. Yes. Imagine Civilization in space where you conquer galaxies of ships and planets you monitor and that sounds good-ish yeah it was interesting it yeah. was a, yeah it was, it was a thing yeah. how um so they're bringing it back well do you know you know wargaming yes the company that made um world of oh, tanks i thought you meant like the genre no okay no, no. Not the <laughs> <laughs> yes world i, under I understand the, con yeah. the okay. concept of war games okay yeah. the uh, company behind world of tanks world of warships and world of warplanes oh, okay they are are they bought the rights at, you know microsoft's like Atari auction thing. Gotcha. Because Microsoft produced it before. Yep. Microsoft got into grand whatever. Atari at some point owned it. They mm -hmm. sold off things. Wargaming bought it, and now they're redoing it. Mm -hmm. uh, they right now you can go to Master of Orion and pre-order. No word what the cost will be. If it's free to play, like World of Tanks is or anything, but no. it will be PC. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. You have no knowledge about this whatsoever, so this means almost nothing. No, but oh. I am excited for you. Yeah, I want them to make World of War Ants or something extreme yeah, like that. It's a weird company. They'll do something. Uh, it's just red yeah. ants that go to war with each other. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like worms, I guess. Yeah, yeah but with ants. Yeah. yeah. Um, still make worms? Is that still a thing? Yeah, it's still yeah, a thing. I think so. Yeah, yeah Team Seventeen still makes worms. It's, it's oh, been a thing they've been doing for the longest day. time. Yeah. Okay, and in other news, which is TV related, mm. you know, reboot. Yes, of course. Well, On guess TV what they're rebooting? Special. I know, I heard. Reboot, reboot. reboot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about it because obviously I have very, uh, I had a certain uh, appreciation for reboot at the time. Yep. And uh, I have a nostalgia for it, but at the same time, like I couldn't name a single character. Dot and so. I describe Bob. a single plot line. Um, Megabyte. I don't think they defend something against something. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't think reboot was actually very good. I no, think it was, it was bad. just the new C. It was just oh, no one had seen CG before. I didn't so like it. Was it. Exciting. Yeah. It was I hated dumb. The animation so much. Yeah. Well, it, was it was bad. Very cheap. Yeah. Uh, well, it was good at the time. Mm. Uh, anyways, they are rebooting it. Yeah. They are rebooting reboot. I heard. Which I mean, I guess I suppose makes sense because we're past the '80s nostalgia era, so now yeah. we're in the '90s nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and also, you know, people actually know about computers now. Yeah, people don't so think it's magic users. Yeah, yeah, totally. So it would it seems appropriate, but but um, I mean, there's a lot of I can weird only work up so much. Like, there's a lot of weird plot holes with an entire series because, well. I didn't really understand why playing a game would destroy your computer. So if you played like ten games and kept winning, yeah, would that mean your computer would just explode? I, I, I really know. didn't understand. I, I could never yeah. follow it to be honest. It was, I it just looked at the pretty pictures. It was complete nonsense. Yeah. But anyways, they are rebooting it. They will. Uh, if you looked at the teaser image that came out from it, you yeah. could see Megabyte in the weird visor thing that it was yeah. showing off. So Megabyte is apparently back. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the original cast will make up slight appearances through the show, but it will not focus on them. New characters. Yep, new yeah. characters. Uh, Megabyte will be a bigger role this season. Yeah. And it'll be 26 episodes. No word where it will be shown. YTV? Not. It's not confirmed yet. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, YTV's been promoting it, so yeah, I assume I it's YTV. Why it wouldn't. Um, certainly. Yeah. But yeah. that's that. Why, let me see if there's anything else news related that's happened the last five minutes. I doubt it. But okay, I got some stuff. Oh, do you? Okay. Yes, I do, indeed. Well, first of all, this is a real bummer. Uh, 
I mean, I guess this is yesterday now, but uh, yeah. Christopher Lee passed that away is at 93 yeah. today, which was a real shame because he was a legend. I just assumed he'd live forever. Like, I, I kind of. He, he's Me ex- too. Yeah. He's cranking out metal albums left and right. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a shame. I mean, it was only a matter of time. He, he seemed was 93. Un- he was 93, yeah. yeah. He, he could have lived ni- another 20 years. He was 93, years, and he seemed unwell the last few times I had actually seen him do public appearances. Yeah. But it was still a bummer. There was a period there where he was actually going for the record of being in the most movies because he yeah. had a shot, but he slowed that down. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was uh, he was a legend. Yep. Um, and yeah, managed to like consistently remain popular for yeah. decades. I mean, he, did, he did interesting movies. He kept his seal of quality for the most part in the movies he did. Yeah. I mean, he, he was great. Spoke 10 languages. Yeah. Did a bunch of metal. He's a weird man. Speak ten languages. Yeah, well, you should be British. Yeah, that's the, mm-hmm. that's the key here. Or just be, or yeah, just be born in Europe, and it's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, a little late for that. Though. I'm just saying that's how if you really are. A kid, if I could go really back in time, yeah, and crawl in my mother's womb in a different yeah. place. Yeah. What I, was I, your favorite Chris Lee movie? Let's do that. Mine was The Wicker Man. Oh, oh wow, forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, yeah look up. His actual full list. Yeah, because it's a masterpiece. Um, I like he did the Hammer Horror movies, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. He was I love those. The Hammer yeah. Horror movies, and he was great in those. And he, yeah, he did all the monsters. And he was the yeah. mummy at one point. He was Frankenstein's monster for uh, in just one movie. He didn't like doing that role. And then of course he was in Dracula yeah. and many, many, many. Um, yeah, no, uh, Wicker Man will always be my favorite. Just cause that was a solid those, movie. Like, greatest movies ever I mean, made. It, it, and it's, it's no, the bees, the bees, but no, it's just so much better. Yeah, but and he also he had some of the worst wigs in history that it's he had amazing. to wear in that movie. <laughs> and he still managed to seem menacing and like a real person. So kudos to him yep. for pulling that off. Mel, have you found one that you're willing to? There's over 200. I understand that. How about, uh, you want me to throw some titles out at you? I you can pick one. Like How about Batman. Gremlins 2? That was good. I mean, that was a good movie. Yeah. Oh, God, he was in Season of the Witch. I didn't even. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. He was in Kingdom Hearts stuff. Can you pick that? Oh, there you- yeah, sure. You can do that. Actually, I, I really like Dark you really like Dark Shadows? Dark Shadows is your favorite. You like that more than Gremlins I'm 2. Getting, I'm still getting through I the list I find it hard here. to believe you like it more than Gremlins This 2. is riveting radio. Mel looking at lists. Yeah, why, yep. not, why not Gremlins 2, Mel? That just just like say a, that. that I like haven't seen Gremlins me. 2, that's why. Really? Really? Yes. Why? How yeah. did that happen? It just, it happened. I think you failed. Do you not like Gremlins? No, I, I did like Gremlins. Well, then what the hell? I only saw Gremlins fairly recently, though. Right, well, you gotta watch Gremlins 2 right away, then. Yeah. I'm gonna have to rectify that. In fact, I'll, I'll show it to you sometime. How about go with Sleepy Hollow? Really oh, like Sleepy he Hollow? was in Sleepy I Hollow. I did really like Sleepy Hollow. But I'm trying to think of who he even... Yeah, he oh, has, yeah. like, two minutes in Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he one. has two minutes in a lot of these yeah, movies absolutely, on this Yeah, absolutely. But that's fine. If you want to go... Okay, I'll tell you what. You can go with Sleepy Hollow if you can tell me what character he plays in Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> I like it. Well, then I'm that's, not, looking, your I'm going to the that's list not your quickly. favorite Christopher <laughs> Lee movie. <laughs> it's just a favorite. Yeah, you didn't have to say that necessarily he was my favorite part of the well, movie. You that's said kind of movie. that's kind of implied when you say your favorite Christopher Lee movie. Oh my god, he was in the last unicorn. Oh yeah, he's pr- he's King Hankard. I haven't seen that either. Oh my dear God, like get on that. Oh come on, Justin didn't even know what uh, freaking Dust Till Dawn was or something. I just, no, he didn't know no, the no, Lost Boys. No, no, it was the Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. That's fair. To be fair. Uh. Lost Dra- I'm sorry, Drek, and I'm picking on you because you're off mic. Yeah, Lost Boys wasn't actually that great. He can't, uh, mm-hmm. he can't defend himself. I mean, himself. It, it, it had a cult following, but going back to it, it's yeah. not great. Okay. Well, well a lot of the things from the 80s aren't great. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, okay, we're going to move on, Mel. You can, you can let it go. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Yeah. I know, what th- I know what your favorite movies of his weren't, for sure. The Lord of the Rings movies <laughs> and the Star Wars prequels. 
That no, they true. definitely aren't those. That's definitely true. Um, but anyway, um, that was probably the worst tribute Christopher Lee got today, but that's cool. We still tried. And um, next up, um, <laughs> have you found something yet, Mel? <laughs> this is so long. Okay. okay. Uh, we fail up, at tributes. Yeah, next up, um, uh, John uh, Bernthal was cast as Punisher. For the yeah, I think that's a good choice. Yeah, which is very exciting. Um, I think he's a great choice. I yeah. didn't. I know, I've never watched Walking Dead, so I don't know what he was like on that. I'm basing he's it. Pretty enti- good. I'm sure. I'm basing it entirely off of uh, Wolf of Wall Street. He played the like uh, muscly d bag in oh, Wolf yeah. of Wall Street, and yeah. he was fantastic. He, he was a good d bag. Yeah. Okay. He was in an episode of the Alfred Hitchcock show, which of I happen he to was. love. Yeah. No, me too. Um, you. Well, you really should know what it is if it's, <laughs> it's going to count as your favorite. I don't – this isn't something I thought about. He's not that – like, he's in a lot of stuff, but he wasn't someone I was ever like, ooh, Christopher Lee. Like, I, I know. I didn't know say his metal album. Just say his metal album. Yeah, I don't think I've seen his uh, Alfred Hitchcock or something. I think I'd have to check that out. I've seen pretty much all of them. I just yeah, they're great. know the name of such episodes. Yeah, yeah, no, they're great. I just wonder which one he was in because that mm. would have stuck out for me, I would have thought. But I guess it was the 50s. He would it, was the, it was still the black and white ones. You know how they had another Alfred yep. Hitchcock show yeah, later? I don't, yeah. I don't count that. That was kind of bad. Um, Okay. So anyway, I think – no, I think he's a good choice for uh, Punisher. Um, They've actually – with the exception of Dolph Lundgren and all the good choices, (laughs) um, (laughs) I mean, it's such a, you know, simple and iconic role. It's easy to find a guy to fill Just an angry white man. Yeah. I think he'll be good. And I think uh, putting it in the TV version of Marvel is the great way to deal with it because if the Daredevil series proved everything, is that they actually are willing to get a little bloody and nasty. And Punisher needs to be bloody and nasty. Yeah, absolutely. So that's going to work yep. out well for I him. Agree. I think he's a good choice. Yep. I like that it's going to be in within Daredevil because they have an, a great relationship. Um, and then another Daredevil, uh, this is a rumor, um, is that Jason Statham, Statham? Yeah, might play Bullseye. Which yeah, sure. I, I think is hysterical. I There's no way that it's true. Um, you care about uh, Jason I Statham's, do. like... Hollywood credit's kind of gone down a little well, bit. No, he's, he's, no he's, he's in the fourth highest grossing movie yeah. of all time. But he's playing... He uh, spoke out that he doesn't villain. like how Marvel does their, their action sequences anyway. Yeah. Oh, okay, maybe he won't... Uh, I, can see, I can see him doing it. As far as... Like, I, I think he's... like I, I mean, like he's not like you know, I can like see him Brad doing Pitt or something. I just don't know if they could afford him mm. for the Daredevil TV series. That's all. It depends if like he's willing to work for scale. That's my only thought. Yeah, but he plays Jason Statham. You think Jason Statham does his movies for the art? <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, I love him. Don't get me wrong. But he's getting paychecks on every single one well, of them. I mean, what about, like, he's done some smaller movies. Like? Uh, what was that uh, 70s heist movie? Oh, The Bank Heist. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, yeah, but that was still, like, a multi-million dollar production. And yeah, one that I'm sure he got a substantial portion of. <laughs> It was still a smaller movie. Yeah, I think so it was like oh, thirty-five you know, like million. The bank job, yeah, that movie. Yeah, the bank was job. That was the bank job. It was still yeah. like a huge Hollywood thing. No, I think it was mostly it was British. Money. It was British, yeah. but that was still like by British movie standards Is as it big British? as it gets. It was British, yeah. And Is it the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. It's the one with everyone looks at like the '70s and wears a lot of fur coats. He didn't rob a bank in too many in in more than one movie. Yes, no, that's the one. Is it like that? Yes, 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 for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, not the not the assassin one. Anywho, we'll see how that goes. Um, and then here's a fun one. Uh, in Hong Kong, uh, Pizza Hut is now selling a box that has a I hole you can punch out on the side, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the like pizza table turns into a lens, yeah. and it turns into a projector for your iPhone, so you can have movie night with your pizza. Yeah, I think it's genius. It's amazing. It is, that is yeah, genius. and it's great. It is funny though because 
they've stolen this idea because a few months ago someone posted a YouTube video yeah. showing how to do it with a shoebox, and then Pizza was just like, "Oh, great." Um, I, I, which, you know, fair enough. I hope it comes here. I don't think it will. No. But, um. Like, we don't get the weird black hamburgers and things like that. But it's a great. Yeah. It's a, it's a great, great idea. I love it. All, all the way around. Pizzas should come with projectors. Are you still looking up Chris Reilly? No. Okay. No, I'm not. I am actually looking at Jason Statham's work now. Yeah. Great. Well. I'm sure he's if done If you want to talk balls. at some point during the podcast, I'll feel free. That'd yeah. Be great. I'm I'm saying things that I need I know, I'm to. just fucking with you. All right, next up. Um, Dean Israelite, who directed Project Almanac, which I kind of like. Yeah, um, he's he was fine. He's doing the, um, he's doing the uh, Power Rangers movie, and he recently <laughs> described it as being mature and gritty. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I either think that's amazing or the worst thing on Earth. I can't decide. I'm going to be the worst thing on Earth. Okay. The Power Rangers is already pretty horrible, taking it seriously. Well, I, did you see that? Did you see the bro. weird short they did for Power Rangers? Mm, oh no, because they took it down, so I never saw it. it they put it back up. It oh, did they? Yeah. Okay, I should watch it. Yeah, because if they did that, I'd be cool with it, because yeah, it's it's I such mean, a dumb story. I just, know, but just at the same go all time, out. Like when they released the first like teaser yeah. for what became the Mortal Kombat series, yeah. and it was just like yeah, this interrogation. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's a cool approach. Yeah. And then when the show actually came on, I was like, I'm not watching eight hours <laughs> of, of serious Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I feel the same way with Power Rangers. <laughs> the Mortal Kombat show was. It, the recent one, the webisodes, yeah, really good. They actually were good. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah actually were good. Should try it. But then and they, it's not. It's not long. Like if you sit down, at, like yeah, each one's only like ten minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. Long. I think I got the Italian job and the bank job mixed up. Those are oh, very different movies. Oh, but they're both heist I movies. I forgot he was in the Italian. Yeah, exactly. Job. I was he in the Italian was. job? Yes. Yeah, oh. he was. That was one of his That's first American ones. Yeah. Where they they steal an armored truck? Was he in Lockstock? Yes. Yes. Well, Lockstock wasn't a big budget movie. No, but that was also his first. That was his first movie. Details. So his Snatcher was like his second movie. Yeah, yeah. of course, because it was like the movie right after. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Um, and this was kind of a funny one. Uh, University in New Brunswick found uh, what they thought was an original Star Wars yeah. shooting script and made a big deal about it and said they were going to build a display. And then they found it was a copy. But they're still making a display. It's um, just a copy of the original shooting yeah, script? Yeah, but that's what qualifies <laughs> as a major news story in Canada. They're like, we found... Well, I mean, it's not actually it but we have a photocopy of a shooting script of star wars that is early and has different scenes so we're is this one they, they finally figured out that han did shoot first because they're like and that han solo shoots Greedo. uh no this was like it was earlier than that it was like luke was still called luke scarf the killer and oh stuff. my god yeah because they did find they did find the han solo thing and they're like yeah that's what happened well yeah of course yeah. that's what happened not exciting yeah. Um, and then uh, oh, this was fun because uh, we were talking about last week the uh, the rock and big trouble yeah, in yeah. China thing. He uh, he was talking about it this week and he said that he is actively trying to pursue John Carpenter to be a part of it, which I think is great. Um, whether or not John Carpenter is going to do it, I have no idea. What else is he doing? Well, I think he just gets high and plays video games, as far as I can tell. <laughs> well, and yes, that is good what he's for him. He earned it, but <laughs> but um. Well, I assume he does the same thing, yes. Yeah, but, um, <coughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, I'd be curious to see what it is. It's been a long time since Carpenter's made a good movie. It's been a long time since he's made one? a movie, really. He did, uh, well, I mean, like, he did The Ward, which was, like, four years ago. Well, I mean, it wasn't awful, but it wasn't good. I did not care for The Ward. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Did it you? It wasn't that bad. Yeah? Would you ever watch it again? Uh, actually, I almost did. Recently. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why? It wasn't a horror movie. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. But it wasn't good. I agree it wasn't, like, that horrible. So 
there are worse things. I mean, like, when I usually sit down and watch horror movies, you know how many times I get stuck with really shitty horror movies? But like, yeah, they're but actually not that bad, and they're actually But there's so decent. many horror movies out there, you yeah. don't ever need to rewatch ones that are just kind of okay. Yeah. I, w- I do it all the time, because at least I know what I'm getting, so I know what kind of mood I can be in. I totally get what you're saying, though, but, like, the word is not the thing or Halloween. No, no, That's it's very it different, but compared to what it does. still wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. And then, and then the last one he did before that was, what, Ghost of Mars in, like, 2009. Wow, that was He's essentially retired. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I would love if that would happen, but I doubt it, it will. I just like this Ghost thing. of Mars. And I like the concept dumb. that The Rock and John McAvoy might have a conversation at some point. That'd be good. I wish I could hear that. And then finally, um, oh, that'd be great. Um, and then finally, uh, Chris Hemsworth has been cast as the Janine of the female Ghostbusters. Who's going to be there? Hunk. I either think that's amazing or super dumb. I mean, it's going to be hilarious. It's yeah. going to be obviously he's, them hiring him to look at yeah. his sweet abs. Of course, which is fine. He does have amazing abs. He, he does. He has them. He's buying all these. So. That's going to be the whole thing. It's going to be reverse sexism, and it's going to be hysterical. Um, I'm still skeptical on that entire project. I'm not. I like yeah. Spy, and it showed that uh, Tall Feet could actually do action sequences with oh, yeah. confidently. And uh, but I don't. But no, I just don't call it Ghostbusters. Oh, oh I don't care. Yeah. Ghostbusters two sucks already. Oh, it does. Like, what it's difference really does it make? Yeah, I enjoy it purely for nostalgia. Um, no, I don't care if they make another Ghostbusters movie. Go nuts. Yeah. Like that original is a masterpiece, and that's never gonna change. Yeah, that's fair. It looked like John Carpenter is writing a lot of shorts. Why not? I th- are you sh- is he writing a lot of shorts, or are they shorts featuring like Michael Myers? A lot of them are look, look like Halloween, yeah, but a couple that's of them it. are. Yeah. Looks like, oh, actually, you know what? They might all be. Yeah, that's related. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime Jesus. anyone makes a web short that has Michael that's Myers in it, is. IMDb now gives him credit, which is <laughs> stupid. Yeah. That's annoying. Which is so stupid. Why is he credited for Assault on Precinct 13? Because he, he made Assault on yeah. Precinct 13. Wait, really? Yeah. Not the remake. Oh, okay. I was very confused. Yeah. No, 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 no. They no, remake. No. He did the original. That was a remake of his movie in the 70s, which is great if you've never seen it. Yeah. I don't even remember hating the remake. It was watchable. It was just there. Not as good as... Uh, it was fine. Yeah, it does look like the last one was Ghost of Mars. Yeah, yeah Mel. I, I know these things. <laughs> you don't need to check IMDb. That's why we pay him. Okay. Literally, that's why you... We you just yeah. told me that you forgot that Jason Statham was in the Italian job. I think you did. I did. I absolutely did. I stand corrected, Mel. I'm sorry. There you go. However, <laughs> when, However, to be fair, when our conversation was, what's the movie in which Jason Statham robs a bank? I and there's a Jason Statham <laughs> movie called The, the bank, bank Job. job. Which un- was you actually un- You not can understand good. why I would think that was most likely the movie. <laughs> no, I, but I said of. other movie, and then he said there was another movie. I well, can't he doesn't rob I a knew bank. He, robbed, he did other heist movies. Yeah. I was trying yes. to remember what exactly But we were specifically were. talking about bank robbing. Well, and I'm a at that moment, I get it. No, I understand. And British. I understand. We also we're talking about a Mel. British movie. No, no, I'm just trying to put it this into perspective and where we were at. One day I'm going to quit this podcast and leave you assholes That's here. That's totally fair. That's totally fair. You should. Do they still have the Italian job stunt track? I can't no, it's now called like no, the... I know it's not called that. Oh, yeah, yeah it's still, they still, there. still have it. It's yeah. super dumb. It's something really stupid. I'm sure. Oh, it's called, uh, uh, it's called Backlot Dash or something like yeah. that. Well, it's ridiculous. Like, why? Because they have those Cooper Minis. Yeah. Has anyone? Yeah. So it, it's and it still so has stupid. the fake back lot with the I fake miss helicopter. I it being owned by Paramount. Me too. I, I love the Tomb Raider ride because it was really bad. Yeah, and Top Gun. Uh, the random Klingons walking around. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a dumb park. You can't go on. You can't go on that Top Gun ride and not hear "Highway to the Danger Zone." It doesn't count. I think we still somebody play it there. I sure hope so. I've been I've been to Wonderland. Years. Yeah, me neither. I'm sure it's fun still. But it is a shame yeah. that it's not Paramount because yeah. it has yeah. the Paramount Mountain in the center. Yeah, 
I guess we'll just. It's do just it. a mountain just now. A mountain. It's just a mountain. It's just a generic mountain. It's almost. It's not doing great. No, Paramount isn't. No, they put out like two, three movies a year. Really? Don't they still all their catalog stuff? They don't even put out on Blu-ray anymore. Other companies do. Don't they? Wow. Don't they control the Star Trek license? Uh, yeah, but that's. I mean, that's not paying out for them. I bet. Yeah. 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 They. Yeah. Uh, that's. I'm, I th- I'm trying to think now. May did they do Star Trek? I don't think they did. Like the, re- like the, the remake? Reboot. Was it I Warner Brothers? That was another company. Now it wasn't Warner Brothers. I think it was Fox. Ew, that doesn't really? sound right. Mel, you should look that up. You've been looking up things. Yeah, do that. Um, okay. But yeah, no, Warner Brothers, Paramount's doing bad. They're doing really bad. Um, they can't as afford bad as MGM. MGM just bad. basically is a holding company that holds on to... James Bond. That's all they do, right? Yeah. And they license out uh, their older movies. It's really sad. It's really pathetic. And really Sony, really Sony has a contract with them still? Or are they thinking of letting that one go? I th- it was, well, Sony has Bond. But only they don't have it in perpetuity. They have to keep buying it. I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they, I think Spectre's the last one they were putting out until they renegotiate a contract. Yeah, if they want to. It would make sense, which yeah. I'm sure they will. Uh, the, if, uh, what I was reading, the um, new CEO of Sony is think, talking about how you know if, if if we don't get it, that's fine. You might not get it this year. Well, yeah, but that's when people say things publicly. As a contract negotiation oh, tactic. Fair enough. So they say that, then like, oh, I, you really might need this. Yeah. yeah. But why wouldn't Sony want James Bond? Like, no, we don't really want to make a billion dollars every five years. That sounds silly. No, that's fair. That sounds like a waste of our time. How are you doing on that uh, checking Star Trek? It's actually a little harder than I thought because my neck is going down. Oh. Okay. Well, you know what? It's not that important. No, we, we've lo- we've already stopped caring. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. All right. I'll do movie review then. Yeah. Do it up. Okay. So this week I saw Jurassic World. And was it as amazing and bombastic as you were hoping? No, it's not amazing, but it is kind of fun. So, um, yeah. So it takes place 22 years after the original. 22? Well, yeah, because it's yes. 1993. Oh, okay. It's Paramount. It was Paramount. Okay. I all that back then. So they got that. But that's, that's pretty really much it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They only they really only put out a couple. I believe that. Like two or three yeah. movies a year now. That's sad. It's super sad. When did Sony become so big in movies? Like they Sony. Control. Well, they bought uh, Columbia. Columbia. So as soon as Sony, and then for a while they just kept releasing movies as Columbia. Yeah. And then at a certain point they were just like fuck that and just put Sony on it. So that's it. So that's they were just always Columbia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, Jurassic World. So it takes place t- uh, 22 years after the original, and uh, despite the fact that there was a massive tragedy with the first park, and then uh, the well, to be fair, it wasn't actually that massive a tragedy because most people were off the island. I know, but it was still a kerfuffle. And then following that, there was another island where more people died on two, at least two separate occasions. Did they did they actually acknowledge that in the movie? No. That's um, like, yeah, so the reason. Yeah. So anyway, the the point the point being, uh, yeah. Despite all the people that have died from dinosaurs, they still opened it a park. It became big. It's now been around for so long that people are bored from it. Um, They're so bored of the park. Yeah, bored of the park. Uh, so they constantly having to uh, clone uh, n- new, bigger, bitier dinosaurs to keep people coming in. This doesn't so sound at like this a thing. Point, um, yeah. So. There are a couple plot lines. First one are a couple of kids who they get out of the way pretty quickly. Um, yeah, they're going up to the park. They're so excited. They get attacked by a dinosaur. And then for the rest of the movie, they're just like constantly trying to find an excuse to acknowledge the fact that kids are even there. <laughs> um, and then the next plot line, um, their aunt, who is supposed to be supervising them, but doesn't because she like 
It's unclear what she does. She seems to run the park, be a spokesperson for the park, and be in charge of new operations at the park. It's very unclear. Bryce Dallas Howard plays her. And she, um, so yeah, she's supervising, because as I said, people are getting bored. They've now created, they're now getting into genetically modding dinosaurs. So they've created this one called the... Uh, it's a sad world when we become bored of seeing real dinosaurs. I know, and they make jokes about that, okay. which I'll get to. <laughs> so, um, I think it's called the... Is it Doris Rex? I should have looked it up. Something stupid. They made up a word. Didn't make any sense. Okay. So it basically, it's like a cross between a T-Rex and whatever they needed, like a certain point to make it seem more deadly. So it's got like uh, the self-camouflage. It's incredibly what? violent. It's got some raptor stuff going on. It's a massive thing. So they, yeah, they're planning on launching that as their new big dinosaur, but it's they're, it's causing a ruckus because it's an unnatural being and it's super violent and super angry. So... Um, she needs help from there. It's unclear what he does as well, but it's Chris Pratt, and he's <laughs> apparently like a super animal dinosaur trainer thing. And he's been working on training velociraptors so that they can respond to his commands, and he's buddies with them and so forth. And so she needs, she wants him to come look at this new dinosaur, but they also went on a bad bait one time, so it's super awkward. But if they were to like get into a death-defying situation, they could probably find love. So who knows what might happen there. And then, so there's that. So and, and then in addition to Chris Pratt training said Velociraptors for that, there's also Vincent D'Onofrio as a guy who works for the InGen company, and he apparently wants to use the trained Velociraptors to be weaponized dinosaurs with the government or something. It's hard to say. It's hard to follow. What? Basically, it's like three different movies, three different versions of this Jurassic Park movie that were sort of crammed together. And the director, uh, 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 God, as if I'm blanking his name. His last name is Trevor. I can't think of his first name. Craig, I want to say. Um, he, uh, yeah, he, the last movie he did, uh, he's only done one movie before. It was uh, Safety is Not Guaranteed. I don't know yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That was which okay. I, which I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, which is clever. But it was weird that he would be chosen to do this because that was certainly not a big special effects blockbuster. No. However, within it starting, it's actually a relief that he did it because he has uh, a very specific kind of sarcastic, semi-paradic sense of humor that is actually the reason why this whole thing's watchable because as gobbledygooky as all of those plot strands I just described truly are, the movie is very self-conscious about them. There's a lot of jokes about, like, for example, in the control room, there's uh, this sort of computer geek yeah. who's watching over everything, and he's wearing an original vintage Jurassic Park yeah. T-shirt that he bought because <laughs> they try to, like, downplay those because of the tragedy. And uh, he keeps complaining about how, oh, as if people aren't excited by dinosaurs anymore like they used to be. This is nonsense. We have yeah. to do gene splicing. There's a lot of little gags like that. It's very aware of how silly and but dumb But no, no, I'm is. question for you, Phil. Was it possible he added that in because he realized the script was nonsense? Well, yeah, no, that's oh. what I'm saying. Okay. And I think that's why it was you, a good he, choice. He, the, the script's dumb. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, whatever. Yeah, so they add a lot of sort of winking humor. And there's funny things like when the kids first get there, the, like, teenage boy could not be less interested, so they go to, like, the first time you should see the T-Rex, yeah. you don't see it because the kid's not paying attention. Things like that. It's very clever, and that sort of helps – you yeah. get over the fact of how just kind of stupid and useless it all is. Yeah. Um, also, <clears throat> uh, Bryce Dallas Howard um, and Chris Platt, I, I, I like quite a bit, but neither of them are playing like character. They're yeah. just they're, they're people, rather. They're just playing needs. Like, basically, Bryce Dallas Howard is just there. For the first half, it seems like she was probably supposed to be the villain at a certain point, and the second part, she's like secondary hum hero and love interest to Pratt. Pratt is just sort of the guy... That at all times is like, don't worry, we need to do this, we need to do that, mm. you go here. 
So he's there to keep things jumping. Um, and at a certain point, um, it doesn't really matter what. And, and they, oh, and they also do this great gag where like Vincent D'Onofrio tries to explain whatever his stupid convoluted plot is, yeah. and then he just I mean, it's kind of like a deep blue sea sort of thing. So, um, way to spoil it. Well, not really. I said kind of like because it's not exactly like. Um, so yeah, it, but basically, it, it's a gag. It's like, okay, you're finally gonna find out. Oh no, we have to deal with this, and then you never actually find it, which was clever. Um, so anyway, so like that helps a lot. And then the other thing that helps is basically after the first forty-five minutes, once the new genetically modified dinosaur gets out, it's yeah, just yeah. one action scene after another, after another, after another. And um, they are, and Trevor Oak has proved to be quite good at that. There are big, exciting, fun things. There are a lot of jumps. There are a lot of the scale is ridiculous. Unfortunately, it is all CGI. There are two Aww. things. Yeah, I know. There the are animatronics two... held up so I know, well. I know. It's, it's amazing. a real shame. Yeah. It's just they don't do that stuff anymore. Know, There's no really even infrastructure for it. It's a real bummer. So, like, there are, there are two bits, um, like, one sort of, like, dying brachiosaurus mm. that I'm pretty sure is a puppet and there's also the ra- there's a bit with like raptor head sticking out of the wall that's supposed to be chained in but even in those instances um, I'm uh, their their facial expressions are all CGI yeah. so at that point like why are we even doing yeah. a puppet at all this is stupid but that being said aside from the fact that the, they do do absurd things and the last 20 minutes is basically just like a big Godzilla fight between Yay. a variety of dinosaurs completely demolishing huge sections of this park uh, there's some great stuff with like pterodactyls being cut loose, attacking like thousands of tourists at the park. So the action sequences are big and fun, and there's a lot of them. And as stupid as everything is, it's at least self-aware. So it's not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. It's dramatically better than Jurassic Park three. That's um, that's not saying much. It's not, but it is a huge plus. I okay. didn't think it would be. I thought that was a sort of franchise killer, and it would be it would be hard to ever be uh, anything better than that. So. It's totally worth seeing, but it's not like in a way where you should expect it in any way, shape, or form to be as good as Jurassic Park. But it compared to like is San it Andreas, like, The Rock versus an Earthquake movie. Okay, does it like quench your thirst for dinosaurs? Um, what do you mean? Because you know people love Jurassic oh, Park. Oh yeah, and sorry. So did you yeah, kinda... yeah, yeah. No, if you want to go see dinosaurs beat people up and eat people and smash things, yeah, you get tons yeah, of it. It's good. by Legendary Studios, the people who did the Godzilla movie, oh, Pacific nice. Rim. So it's like there. There's piles like, of money in this thing. Wait, exactly. It's piles of money, and also giant like that's monsters, what they do. Yeah. Is giant monster pile rails, and, and they're well. Legendary also did um, Godzilla and Pacific Rim. Uh, yes, yeah. but also a lot of the Warner Brother uh, DC movies, like uh, Watchmen and stuff like that. Oh yeah, no, that's, no giant monsters in that. Not anymore. They're not part of Warner Brothers. I know they they used to be though. Yeah. Um. Yes, definitely they did Watchmen and stuff, but uh, they did the Zack Snyder stuff, but um, yeah, and they're talking about. Uh, because everyone's looking for an excuse to do crossover franchises now, that they're gonna, because they're doing do a King Kong movie do too, it. and they're gonna start having fights. So I wouldn't be surprised if yeah, King Kong comes yeah. to Jurassic Park. Sure, why not? All that sort or of Godzilla stuff. Godzilla sure. comes to Jurassic Park. Yeah, definitely. These dinosaurs are gonna fight Godzilla or and King Kong. Kaiju. Pacific this is gonna be so yeah, dumb. It's all gonna happen, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. So on that level, if you expect it to be sort of like that, then it's fun. Um, it's not. It's not great, but if you wanna eat popcorn and watch a bunch of dinosaurs get into a bunch of goofy stuff go for it and also um i think it was a and it's also proof that i do think that chris pratt is a genuine action star too because unlike uh guardians of the galaxy where he actually had a really sort of funny character to play that was written for him this is just as generic an action hero as you can possibly get and he pulls it off 
Good. So, and I like that's, his character. So, he's a, so that's great to know. I can't wait for him to be Indiana Jones because that's the character for him to play as yeah. opposed to anyone else. Yeah. No this sense. No one's familiar. Well, he's yeah. pretty good in Guardians. He was great in Guardians. Yes. I'm just saying, I can't wait for him to be Indiana Jones. Like an actual <laughs> character with... Yeah. Like, like, like the stuff? character, like, like Star Wars. Star yeah, Wars he had, yeah, exactly. He had roots and stuff. Whereas this guy is just some rapper yeah, trainer. Yeah, he's just a yeah. anybody. Um, yeah, and the whole thing with him training rappers is so dumb. But I mean, like, I guess it's slightly less dumb than when Alan Grant was blowing through rapper phones and communicating to them in Jurassic Park 3. Yeah, you know what? I don't even know. It's it's slightly, it's a couple steps point. down. It's a low point. Um, so, yeah. Dumb, but fun. All right. Thank you, Phil. Did you see... Saw anything else this week that's beyond our need? I saw a Western that's pretty good called Slow West by John McClane, who was in the Beta Band. I don't know if you ever heard of the Beta Band. Um, he's the director now. Uh, oh, yeah, I never thought about that one before. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's a Western Michael Fassbender's in it. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and it's about a young Scottish boy played by uh, the actor who was the remake. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have so no yeah, idea he plays the young Scottish boy, yeah. comes to the West because he's sort of, he's trying to find this girl and as, as it turns out, the girl has a bounty on her head um, mm-hmm. and he gets, uh, hires Michael Fassbender to play sort of an Irish rogue who's wandering around to help him get across the country to meet said girl and 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 beca- and then there are also a string of bounty hunters trying to find her What too. is this movie? Slow West. It's a Western. Okay. Yeah, Western. It came out this week as well and um, so basically, after that premise, it's just sort of an episodic meeting of different eccentric characters along the way. Very westerny. Uh, yeah, but with a really kind of odd, sardonic humor to it, and it has a kind of it's heightened. It doesn't feel okay. it's real, but not if that makes sense. I'm um, like okay. the Coen Brothers movie, almost. Okay. And they shot it in New Zealand, so it has like it. So it, even then, like the landscapes look right, and yet they're not quite, quite right. right. Yeah. So it's it's interesting, and it has really funny. There's a lot of great like. Um, character beats and even just visual gags there's like there's this awesome moment when like um something uh really horrible happens to the main character and then on top of that uh in the middle of a shootout and then on top of that uh, like ball container explodes and falls into his knee um so things like that very self-conscious literally rubbing salt in his knee exactly um so yeah no i i i liked it quite a bit it was yeah it was at sundance this year it did really well so there's a new small release now and soon enough and mm-hmm. uh, i definitely recommend seeking it out if you like westerns and even if you don't if you just sort of like kind of like sardonic genre movies like the coen brothers movie or oh, nice. Origin or something like that it was yeah it was very clever um and then uh oh yeah i saw me and earl and the dying girl which was pretty good oh that right the girl Sundance that dies <laughs> yeah guess how that one ends um she and dies. yeah it's um so that was out of sundance and uh it's about yeah this like uh, dorky high school, this dorky high school kid who isn't um yeah who like has no friends and tries to remain a shadow, and his mom makes him go hang out with this girl who's his family friend because she has cancer. But she like mom's the, she's sick. Go and play exactly, with her. Exactly, and then they end up becoming friends and yada yada yada. And it sounds really sickly and horrible, but it's actually uh, very clever and quite funny. Like the the kids um. Earl, who's his sort of best friend from across the tracks, they make uh, really cheap, silly remakes of like classic art films, um, like Bernard Herzog movies and that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, I guess yeah. What was surprising about it is that for as like 
it is as stylish and as twee as you would expect from a Sundance movie with that subject matter, but at the same time, I did find it genuinely funny in a way those movies aren't, and when it does kind of slow down and becomes about the people, it is genuinely quite moving in a way that those movies typically aren't. So, yeah, it worked very well, and yeah, I, I quite like I quite like that one. I recommend people seek that one out, too. I think that will... I don't know. It's released so early that normally movies that come out now get ignored when like award season come around, but if it's a slow year, I wouldn't be surprised if it like an Oscar winning movie. Okay. You can see it now and then feel like you're ahead of everybody. And then the last thing I could talk about is a documentary that comes out this week that was also a Sundance movie. This is a big week for Sundance movies, oddly. I just kind of put that all together. All the big award winners all came out this week. Um, called The Wolfpack. And it's a documentary. This woman who lives in New York, a filmmaker who has like done commercials and and it, it's short documentaries for the internet. She one day was walking the streets and saw these uh, like five teenage boys walking together with hair down to their waist, all wearing the exact same outfit, dressed like the, char- the characters from Reservoir Dogs. And she went to talk to them. It turned out that they had grown up in this, they were all brothers, and they had grown up in this insanely overprotective household where the father was a recent immigrant, didn't like, didn't work, and didn't trust the outside world. So he would like basically kept them inside for their Ooh. entire lives. Like they would go out a couple times a year, some years they just wouldn't even go out. And the only connection these kids had with the outside world, and their mom homeschooled them, they just never left. And so the only connection these kids had with the outside world were movies. The dad would go out and rent movies for them. And then as a result, they became obsessed and would make their own like home video remakes of like Pulp Fiction, Dark Knight, and stuff like that. And so she started following them because they were obsessed with movies. They knew what documentaries were and were interesting. She started following them for a couple of years. And it was an interesting time because they just started going out on their own because one of them sort of finally rebelled and insisted, hey, we should go outside. So she basically films them as they're slowly discovering hmm. like it's okay to go outside. <laughs> and meet people, and then she eventually sticks with them long enough that the parents are willing to talk to her and get to hear their perspective. Yeah. It's a really, really weird, really kind of fascinating actually. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's one of those. I mean, like I find, you know, you can make a documentary like about a specific subject and know what you're going to get. But I find the best documentaries are ones like this where you just stumble yeah. on some sort of miracle story that you're just lucky enough to be there at the perfect time to capture. And this is one of those. And like, there's, there's. You know, like, there are issues with it. Like, there is kind of a freak show element where you're like, these these kids have been through much, so much. We now need to do this to them, too. And But if they're willing. So, yeah, totally. They are willing participants. But at the same time, how much are they? Like, they're so desperate for human contact. I think if anyone had come up to them in the street and asked them to do anything, they would have agreed. <laughs> so, like, that. So there's a little bit of mild discomfort there. And also it is kind of, like, rambling structuralist and can get a little tedious at times. But it is it is really it is if like the concept sounds interesting to you at all then i definitely check it out because it lives up to that it definitely sounds cool interesting friggin weird me. wild crazy stuff yeah yeah yep and that's it thank you Caleb. no problem did, did you play anything i didn't you i could story. lie and say that i did but i didn't yeah and i haven't i <clears throat> uh i mean like i've done a little splatoon i guess that's been fun i love that game it's great stuff um, but nothing like new, certainly. <laughs> exactly, I've been playing Fantasy Zone. Yeah, there you go. So there's not really much to talk <laughs> Absolutely about. Absolutely nothing new whatsoever. Yeah, this is a particularly Fun. a reason why we need another co-host. That's why we need Wayne. Yeah. Brennan, did you play anything? Uh, some Witcher 3 and some Bloodborne. Have you been enjoying Witcher 3? I'm sure I will if I had more time. I right. basically walked into a town, I talked to some people... I collected some uh, quests and then said, that's a lot of quests. This mm-hmm. looks like it was going to take too long. And then after about an hour of doing almost nothing, because I couldn't figure out what to do, I said, I think I'm done for now. 
Sounds like fun. Yep, it's a blast. Sounds like fun. Yeah, don't you wish you did that too? Mm-hmm. See, yeah. we totally need someone who actually plays stuff. Yeah, I play uh, lots of things. It just most of them are like small indie titles that I can play while I'm doing other things. Well, that's but talk about the small indie title. No one wants to hear about The Witcher. Everyone knows mm-hmm. about The Witcher. You have to but talk but about the, sm- the small indie titles. The small mm-hmm. indie titles we've all talked about because they're like from like last year. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. We gotta okay. have some new games, G. Yeah. I played some Hotline Mammy too. Also, kind of a slow time of year too. This is kind of last year. Yeah. Slow-ish. Yeah. yeah. Next month will be even worse. Yeah. Well, next month we have to talk about all the stuff I get to see at E3, which I will be at next week. There you go. That's that means we just have to sit and listen to you talk, because that's yeah. what it sounded like. You just t- listen to my awesome voice yeah. for a good hour. And God willing, I'll get that Batman title soon. Yeah. Really? That'll be good. Yep. What's that, Phil? You, you want to you wanna play Batman? I do, so what? badly. Batman? Mel, don't make fun. <laughs> Should we wrap up? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we've run out. Yeah, we've run this well dry. Yeah, we beat that horse. Yeah. We, we keep beating it. We yeah. keep going. All right, so of course, thank you for listening. You can check us out on all social media. That's facebook.com slash comicsgamemagazine, google.com slash little plus sign, cgmag online, twitter at cgmag online. Phil, what's your twitter? At that Phil Brown. Brendan, what's your twitter? Bifra26. I'm Kitson Chaos, K-I-X-X-E-N Chaos. And right now we are running a giveaway. It's only open, I think, a couple more days for Focus, which Phil saw and has Will Smith and stuff. And uh, the girl who's playing Harley Quinn, what is her name? Margot Robbie. Yes, she's in it too. Yeah, she's great in it too. Yeah, so DVD, Blu-ray, combo packs, we're giving them away. So make sure you check out CG Mag Online for a chance to win. If not... Actually, it should probably be all over Twitter at this point because every morning I wake up and there's something like a hundred notifications on Twitter of just people sharing the stupid content, which is what we want, but at the same time, totally riches. <laughs> and of course, keep checking back because we will actually be teaming up with Warner Brothers to give out some other stuff in mm. the future. We can't say what it is yet. No. But it's, it's, it's going to be it's awesome. To be fair, it actually is good. A couple of them I want to keep for myself at this point. Indeed. Some of them are actually really good. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Uh, next week, there I don't think there will be a podcast because Brendan will be off. I might do one from LA by yourself. Well, if I can wrangle people, yeah, it's the, or it'll be just the Brendan show, and Brendan will I just mean, ramble I, about I what know, he saw. I know people there, so maybe I can wrangle someone for like a half-hour podcast. Yes, or try and wrangle some interesting people. Yeah, I think that's. I think I can manage. They're not interesting. Just, just wrangle some people. I think I can manage it happening. It, it's yeah. a thing. Like I, I thought we can do. There maybe I'll do one Sunday. We'll see. So there might be a podcast week. There might not. Just kind of look out for it. We'll see. Because obviously next week we're super busy. Enjoy E3. 